If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started okay welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless and today's episode is going to be featuring another right of the personal bill of rights that we have to finish and Today's right is right number 27, and it states the following. I have a right to be flexible and be comfortable doing so. And of course, flexibility does not only include the gymnastics part of being flexible, but like the flexibility here entails that of a flexible mind, a flexible mindset, and the ability to bend and change and agree sometimes and disagree at other times, and being comfortable doing so. Now, why do we have to say that we have a right to be flexible and be comfortable doing so? The abusers, be it in a workplace situation or a romantic relationship situation or a family uh, relationship, we tend to suppress our feelings and we, we tend to not express ourselves as much because we really want to make sure that everyone is pleased with whatever it is that we do. So, a lot of the times, we want to seek that ultimate satisfaction of the boss, or the romantic partner, or the family members, especially parents, whom um, we want to make sure that they are pleased with us, and that we feel okay and enough with ourselves. But, we usually... Do not do it out of love. We usually do it out of contempt, out of 
uh, resistance, out of being bitter about it because we don't really feel comfortable when we are suppressing a lot of stuff that we want to express and being rigid, like rigid. Rigidity in decision uh, making, in choice taking, in responsibility taking, in tendencies, what we want to do, what we don't want to do, what we want to study at a university, for example, or what we want to choose as a job and like uh you know in a certain field and whatnot but then like a lot of the times we find ourselves restricted to a narrow amount of things a narrow amount of choices a narrow very much teeny tiny small number of choices and decisions and responsibilities that we have to take in order for us to meet the requirements or should i say the eligibility requirements that the narcissist or the abuser usually looks for i'm not saying that every single human being on earth is an abuser but those who are unfortunately uh emotionally abusive will find themselves in con- wanting to be in control of everything and they want to make sure that everything goes the way they want so they make sure that there is some sort of like this black and white thinking pattern going on and it's not just what they say once or twice or what they do once or twice but it's the pattern it's the amount of time that these things repeat themselves, but also the situation, how they repeat themselves, when they repeat themselves, where, with whom, why, and all those questions. Like, all the descriptive but also analytical questions that help us understand these things that keep repeating, that keep happening frequently, and then they become patterns, and then they become something that is programming our minds gradually to automatically do it and it and then it's like it's downloaded and saved in our subconscious mind so that we cannot uh do it out of consciousness anymore we find it automatic like we find thinking this way this black and white manner is what we have been raised to think without having the ability to critically to critically think about it, question it, you know, see where uh, where its pros are, where its cons are, see where it falls, if it's in our favor, if it's against our favor, if it's going to help us and give us good, you know, good future consequences or bad ones, if it's going to bring the good people in our lives or bring the bad ones. So... And this thing, this problem is that this happens usually when we are young and it starts with family, unfortunately. Family is the, is the like, it's the nuclear of the society. It's like the atom of the society. It's the center, it's the core of the society where people grow and people learn 
and they start to build their personality and tendencies and likes and dislikes and feelings and problems and all that within the family context. Starting from childhood, it all starts from the very beginning years of life where someone is being mended and molded and shaped into this beautiful creature who also has flaws and who also has rules to follow and a certain like system to follow that is in some ways rigid and strict and narrowing and limiting but also in other uh you know like in other ways it's liberating and creative and maybe even tolerant usually in a healthy family relationship what we find is that there's a balance between those two like they work in a complementary uh, fashion and they do not overwhelm each other they do not overlap what happens in dysfunctional families though is that there is some, some sort of subtlety that these systems are actually overlapping and they're not made so obvious so in a way that there's some sort of like this not clear sort of way of thinking mindset pattern of behavior pattern of actions pattern of belief even um that is having the good and the bad sides of systems basically mixed with each other and they're not made clearly distinguishable and a lot of times what happens is people become dysfunctional as they grow up some some of the victims of the abuse become abusers themselves but others tend to want to look at what's going on from a neutral unbiased eye and try to analyze what's going on try to understand what's going on and to get out of the situation knowing that okay i'm not part of this anymore i don't want to be involved in this black and white thinking in this you know very um narrow limiting type of system of belief or system of thought or uh action system of action that i'm raised in and i want to think for myself i want to be creative the way i want to be creative i don't want to be judged over my creativity for example or i want to be able to express my feelings the way i want to be to be heard and i want to be listened and i want to be appreciated not judged not criticized all the time so why is this important and again it also happens in the workplace uh you know a situation where the employer is obliging their employees to follow certain guidelines and rules obviously rules and guidelines are extremely helpful in organizing and they keep order and structure uh you know uh strong and maintained 
and keeps the functionality of the institution going on. But sometimes there has to be some sort of flexibility in a few things. They don't necessarily have to lead to trouble every time, but if we look at it from an open-minded perspective, we can at least understand that sometimes being flexible is important. And making the, cha- the slight changes in rules is not something that uh, should be absolutely forbidden and overlooked and not considered whatsoever. No. It also goes to say that this also happens in romantic relationships where the abuser partner, the narcissistic partner will want to make sure that they control the every single move and every single mood and move and feeling and action and play of the victim and they want to make sure that they have, they instill They want to make sure they plant the seed of this black and white thinking to the victim in a way that they think the same way as they do and in order for them to be appreciated and love and be enough, which is never really possible because a lot of the times narcissists, either a parent or a sibling or a boss or a romantic partner, will always have their expectations change utterly and just suddenly and you're no longer looking at the same goal anymore. You're, you're up- upgrading to a higher status of goal. And it's much more tiring, much more consuming to work for that. Because now you need to reach that higher goal. Which is even harder to reach. So, yeah. So what happens to us victims or people who are surviving this kind of abuse in general is that they limit themselves that they do not look at situations or things or actions or problems or whatever that case that happen in an open-minded perspective from different perspectives and from different ways points of view and so they're not flexible which makes them feeling like a robotic like really solid really like you know too solid to move to be able to uh be flexible basically and here comes the principle the right to being flexible and being comfortable doing so Because, why is it that we should be enjoying the fact that we have this right? The fact that we have the right to be flexible and be comfortable doing so. Is that a lot of the times, frequently, more often than not, um, during this whole abuse going on, like, meanwhile... We're not focusing on ourselves, we're not taking care of ourselves, or we're focusing on is the pleasure and satisfaction of the abuser, basically. And we all know deep inside that they're not going to be satisfied anytime soon. 
So why do we have to recognize this right as one of the most important and fundamental rights that we have that feels like that feels so strange and feels so unfamiliar, you know? It's because in life, in time, there's something called randomness. <laughs> But I'm not talking in nihilistic perspective. I'm just stating here things. So there's something that is called randomness and and it's called also possibilities and these things are not exactly measurable in mathematics because usually the odds are really extremely small they're not bigger than zero if you know math so and odds are not always in your favor and things change And circumstances change, and people change, and you change, and mindsets change, and a lot of things change, a lot. The weather changes, the freaking paint on the wall freaking changes sometimes. It, it may crack a little, you know, just those tiny changes that happen accumulating over time. It's because things are flexible and they're comfortable doing so because there has to come a time where things have to change. It's inevitable for things to come around and change. If we stay stagnant and not moving, we'll die sooner than the appropriate time we'll die. I'm not saying that this is it, we're gonna die, but being flexible and doing things in a different way, which also involves the right to change our minds at any time, right number 21, being flexible requires the courage, the attempt of risk-taking and the attempt of trying new things and failing more but failing and actually failing means usually not coming to terms with the desired uh, objective or goal so if we fail more that doesn't make us more stupid or more worthless or people who only do wrong in this world it actually makes us fools in the beginning because at least we attempted to do something we attempted to take a risk and we attempted to take action okay but hear me out then what happens is when we make those mistakes and fail we learn from those mistakes and then we take that mistake and look at what we did and then try to change what we did to alter the results and hopefully this time it's less catastrophic but we do get catastrophes anyway so we might as well try harder try more until we succeed until we make it flexibility requires that we take risks that we make 
uncomfortable choice choices that we make, that we take uncomfortable decisions, that we take absolutely annoying, frightening responsibilities to change the mindset or set of actions or pattern of behavior or feelings or thoughts or any of those or maybe even all of them and apply them in different contexts and apply them in different versions of the situations or circumstances that they may happen maybe in a different uh place and at a different time and a different season with different people etc i mean the uh, the the not the odds but like the the examples are basically infinite but it's important to recognize that being flexible and the most important thing here is to be comfortable doing so because a lot of the times what happens is we feel because we're used to feeling guilty and ashamed of ourselves because we're not sorry we're not satisfying narcissist as much we're not getting that supply (laughs) that we've always wanted to get from the narcissist because we're finally proving that we are existing and we want to show that we are enough what happens is that we're not comfortable with trying to be flexible. And we're not okay. Essentially, like I said, what it takes is the courage and attempt to take risks and make mistakes and fail to ultimately succeed. What comes with that is the cost of being uncomfortable, of being terrified, of the situation being uncomfortable, annoying, terrifying, all of that. That's the cost of everything. You have to sacrifice something in order for you to do something. In order for you to get something that you want, you have to sacrifice something. That's it. That's that's how things work in life, unfortunately. But being comfortable doing so requires time, definitely time, patience, and consistency. You don't just do it once and say, okay, yeah, well, I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling comfortable with it. And then next time you do it, it's all over the place again, and you're terrified, and you're scared, and you're nervous, and you're stressed out, and you don't know what to do, and you're stuck, and you ask people who give you wrong advice, who give you their opinions instead of advice. It's a whole lot of mess, man. So, being comfortable, being flexible. To be comfortable being flexible requires that you get used to being flexible and that you get used to believing and knowing that you have the right to be flexible and you have the right to stop that black and white thinking from dominating your life from controlling you and from putting you and from making you feel like a freaking marionette you know um that you have the right to alter some odds, some make some changes that are necessary, that you see 
necessary, of course. Some changes in many things. All the things you want. And try to be comfortable doing so. And being comfortable doing so actually requires that you can make yourself a promise where you're not going to fail yourself. You're going to get there. You're determined to get there. You are courageous to take the risk to face those obstacles and those haters on your way to success and that you are consistent with it because the more you get used to being flexible and changing and altering and growing, which is what I'm going to talk about in the next right right here, and to color that black and white thinking, add some color to it with your personal style, with consistency and patience and determination, you will get there. You will <clears throat> you will be more comfortable being flexible and you will get there. So remember, remember that you have the right to be flexible and to stop the black and white thinking from controlling and dominating your life that the narcissistic abuser has always been attempting to plant its seed in your mind, you can actually burn that seed with your own nerves and, and electric electromagnetic field. <laughs> um, and be comfortable doing so when you take your time to do so, when you are patient with the mistakes you make, when you learn from the mistakes you make, when you are determined to reach your goal, and when you are persistent and consistent with the amount of progress that you make, and also take record of the progress that you make, so that you celebrate each and every single victory um, on your way to success. Okay? Alright. So, I have a right to be flexible and be comfortable doing so, and so do you. Okay? Now, I have finished recording this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I will see you in the next one. And remember, you have this right. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available. Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently... I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. 
That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.